I was always trying to improve my life, searching for something, but I didn't know what I was searching for until I found it in recovery. I'm also a very introspective person, always have been. I studied sociology. I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in sociology, and it just occurred to me as I was preparing for this episode that I studied sociology and loved it so much because I wanted to know what the fuck is going on in this world. How does this world work? So as someone who was actively trying to live a better life and to understand what was going on, it is mind-blowing to me how much shit I didn't know. I didn't know it about myself about the world, and how to relate to other people in a healthy manner. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, LLC, where I coach people on how to develop healthy boundaries. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life, whether you're in recovery or not. If you like what you've heard on this episode, please screenshot it and share it on social media. And if you do, please be sure to tag me at Higher Power Coaching. This is episode 187, 41 things I didn't know before recovery that completely changed my life. If you're new to my podcast or don't know much about my story, let me set the stage for you about how astonishing it is that I didn't know any of this shit that I am about to tell you about. I started therapy probably when I was 15. I didn't go continuously, but damn close and got into recovery at 52. So that's 37 years of therapy. None of this stuff I'm going to list came up. None of the many therapists I saw brought up any of these things to me. I was introduced to the self-help genre when I was about 24, so that's 35 years ago now. And I voraciously read tons and tons of self-help books. I went on retreats. I did a gajillion workbooks. I was in spiritual groups. I did group therapy, fitness, health, you name it. I tried it. I was always trying to improve my life, searching for something, but I didn't know what I was searching for until I found it in recovery. I'm also a very introspective person, always have been. I studied sociology. I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in sociology, and it just occurred to me as I was preparing for this episode that I studied sociology and loved it so much because I wanted to know what the fuck is going on in this world. How does this world work? So as someone who was actively trying to live a better life 
and to understand what was going on, it is mind-blowing to me how much shit I didn't know. I didn't know it about myself, about the world, and how to relate to other people in a healthy manner. I never had a therapist tell me any of these things about myself. All of the shit I'm about to tell you about came to my consciousness through the process of 12-step recovery. That is why carrying the message of recovery is so damn important to me. I get that not everybody needs recovery, not everybody wants recovery, and it's not for everybody. But that doesn't mean you can't learn from the wisdom of recovery. The other thing I want to say is normally, if I mention a topic in an episode and I have another episode about that topic, I say, hey, I have another episode on that topic. It's XYZ number, and then I put a link in the show notes so you can easily find it. Well, I'm not going to do that in this episode because literally everything on this list, there's an episode about. So if this is the first time you're listening to my podcast, go back to the beginning and listen to the rest because you'll hear about all the topics I'm about to tell you about in detail. In those other episodes, I explained what I learned and how I changed and how that affected me. Lastly, before I share this list, I want to say that some of the things on the list, I'm just going to list them. And some of them I'll talk a little bit about. So here goes. I didn't know, one, that I was in serious denial about a ton of stuff, much of which I will be listing here. Two, I didn't know that when somebody pulled out in traffic in front of me that I didn't have to lose my shit. In my world, someone pulls out in front of you equals lose your shit. That's just what happened. That was normal. Three, I didn't know that I could ask for help and accept it. Four, that pausing was a thing or how to do it. Five, that I didn't have to be in charge of everything, or at least feel like I needed to be in charge of everything. Six, that there was a difference between attraction and interest in another person. When I started dating my sweetheart four-ish years ago, it was the first time I ever realized I was interested in a man but I wasn't yet sure if I was attracted to him. In the past, those two things were fused for me. Seven, that integration and integrity are related. So when you go through the process of integration, you have integrity, in other words, wholeness. Eight, that I didn't have any integrity, boundaries, or honesty. And I actually thought I was an honest woman of integrity. So that's kind of hilarious. Nine, what life on life's terms meant. Now, I know the definitions of those words. I had no fucking idea what that actually meant until recovery. Ten, that when I forget to set the alarm and I wake up the next morning late, or when I knock something over and spill it, that I don't have to be upset. Eleven, that I had victim mentality and therefore blamed everyone and the world for everything. 12, that I had a ton of grief that needed to be processed. 
that grief was primarily because I grew up in a dysfunctional family and I needed to grieve what I didn't get but could have gotten if I had grown up in a healthy, functional family where emotions were validated and important issues were not swept under the rug, among many other things. 13, that I had a lot of shoulds and wasn't accepting of what was actually happening, that is reality. So I was the kind of person when people said, don't have a lot of shoulds, I didn't think they were talking about me. Holy shit, did I have a lot of ideas about how things should be. 14, that I was isolating. It just wasn't that I liked to spend a lot of time alone. I was actively isolating myself from the world. And I actually do like to spend a lot of time alone. And now that time alone is solitude, not isolation. 15, that I was codependent. 16, that I had a substance use problem. Well, maybe I knew that. I'm not really sure. And that I was a compulsive overeater. I didn't even know that was a thing. 17, that I was a victim of trauma, which was the cause of many of my issues and likely why I ate and drank and smoked and did all the other shit. 19, that I had a sense of urgency at all times. And now I know I don't have to live like that. 19, that I thought I was responsible for all the good stuff in my previous romantic relationships and my partner's were responsible for all the bad stuff. It took me a few years into recovery to recognize that that had been my attitude before recovery. It was subconscious, however. I didn't realize it consciously at the time, but I was definitely living with blame toward them about everything bad in the relationship. Meanwhile, I was the common denominator in all my relationships. 20 that accepting things that previously seemed unacceptable was possible. That doesn't mean I have to like them. I just no longer fight against them or resist them and resist that they're actually happening. 21, that I could let go of my unrealistic expectations of myself, others, and the world, and that it was possible to let go of expectations including after the fact. 22, how much of an asshole I was at times. 23, that I had low self-worth, even though I had high self-esteem. 24, that I cared so much what other people thought of me. 25, that I was a people pleaser. I remember when I heard that was a term I was like, oh, my friend Joanne is a people pleaser, but I'm not. Ha ha, not true. 26, that I thought I was, quote, nice, but was in fact dishonest and manipulative. In other words, not nice. 27, what the fuck I was doing to make my life so full of drama and chaos. 28, what peace is and that it was possible to truly rely on my higher power and turn things over and have them be lifted from me. 29, that I could say no and put limits on people without having to be a dick about it. 
30. I didn't have to put up with loud, shitty behavior or stay in fucked up environments. 31. I could leave the ringer off on my phone so I wouldn't be disturbed by calls and texts and that it wasn't other people's fault for disturbing me. 32. I could truly focus on one thing at a time instead of multitasking and get into the flow state multiple times a day, every day. 33. That I treated myself like shit. 34. That it was possible to have my own back and take really good care of myself. 35. That it was possible to be stable, peaceful, and financially secure. 36. That intimacy requires vulnerability. 37. That I really like attention and that it doesn't make me a bad person to want attention. 38. How fucked up my family was and how fucked up I was. 39. That I gossiped. 40. That I ruminated and catastrophized even though I'm an eternal optimist. And 41. That I could help heal others just by sharing my story. If you're ready to finally have an enjoyable, relaxing summer doing things you really want to do, instead of always following other people's agendas, I have some openings for private clients right now. If you are really tired of saying yes to things you really don't want to do and being overly accommodating to others, this is for you. It's time to start accommodating yourself. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your relationships and overwhelmed with all kinds of difficult feelings because of your interactions with others. If you'd like to get your life in order before the summer hits, go to barbchat.net and sign up for a free 30-minute call with me about my private coaching so we can get started right away. That way, you'll be done by summer. This is for people who are finally ready to make deep, lasting changes in their relationship patterns, including their relationships with themselves, their partners, family, friends, and colleagues. Go to barbchat.net. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're going to love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-released podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higher power coaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listen to this particular episode, please share it with them. 
And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.